Hi, I'm Greg Ulan with Reynolds & Reynolds, and this is Connected. Today, I'm talking with Adam Bielert, who is our uh, product manager for F&I Solutions at Reynolds & Reynolds. We're going to talk about best practices in the F&I office and how to get the most out of every opportunity. Let's get connected. Hi, Adam. Thanks for uh, joining today. How are you? Hey, Greg. I'm doing well. You know, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, I appreciate you being on. Um, Adam, like like a lot of us, you've had kind of a, a winding road through automotive retail. So can you give um, a little bit of your background and just kind of how you've gotten to the point where you are right now? Yeah, absolutely. So before coming to Reynolds and Reynolds, I was started in automotive sales. I worked my way up through the sales process, went to F&I manager and eventually sales manager. Uh, before coming over to Reynolds and Reynolds, now I am the product manager for DocuPad, DocuPad Remote, and our pretty much all things electronic signature. So, yep, no, fantastic, definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, your your background is is just one of those that uh, obviously you've you've walked the walk and talked the talk. So it's it's great to to be able to to talk with you a little bit. Um, so today, I think it's probably pretty clear we're going to jump into uh, and dive into F and I processes and, and some best practices. Um, Right now, profits are up, you know, which is which is a great thing. But volume is still still pretty low, and there's no signs of that changing anytime in the uh, the near future, probably at least not dramatically. So, um, getting the most out of out of every opportunity is really as important as it's ever been. Um, so maybe we can start, Adam, with some things that uh, that, that are changing in F and I, and and then some things that are staying the same too. Yeah, absolutely. So. Really, some of the biggest things that are changing are really how customers want to and expect to interact. Uh, more and more expect kind of a digital experience or even a remote experience in some cases. Uh, really, the other thing is the ability to collect more digital signatures across the country. This is something we've kind of seen a slow rollout of paper to digital really for years now, and we're kind of seeing that speed up in some cases lately. More lenders and states starting to accept electronic signatures uh, and really take that leap or at least researching and vetting that process more. Uh, so we're expecting even more to happen in the near future. What's staying the same, same is really the opportunity for F&I to present, build trust and profit with every deal. When you look at the F&I process as a whole, really there's the same overarching steps from dealer to dealer, such as, you know, the menu presentation, document signing. These are all typically present for all dealers. But there's a lot of subtasks that can change that F&I process across dealerships. For example, many dealerships have access to sales tools to help explain aftermarket products. Uh, But there may be no set expectation for how long you present it, when they should use them, or really even no way of tracking if they use them in some instances. So not all F&I managers may be using them, and that's something that certainly can help hurt not only profitability, but really the customer experience overall. Yeah, and that, that's fair. But I mean, every F&I manager is going to sell at least a little bit differently, right? They all have their, their talk tracks to work for them. So maybe pop the hood a little bit on, on consistency and, and why that's so important. Yeah, for sure. So the F&I department really, I believe, is so impactful that any inconsistent F&I process, something not established from dealer to dealer, at least having that framework there, can cause so many problems that really ripple throughout the entire dealership. I'm just going to touch on three big major ones. 
in really no particular order. Um, you look at liability, profitability, reputation, really a lack of a consistent F&I process typically goes hand-in-hand hand with a lack of compliance. Everything from how payments are presented to how signatures are captured to how documents are stored to the verification of customer information, these are just a few compliance aspects that can lead to an increase in potential liability. When you're not compliant with lender regulations or state and federal laws, the, ca- the consequences can be catastrophic. And when I'm talking catastrophic, I'm talking about potentially send you to da- jail, close your dealership, fines in the millions of dollars catastrophic. So the FNI department should be the ultimate guardian of all things compliance. Yeah, that's fair. And, and when you think about um, you know, the future, too, and, and doing deals remotely and, and interacting with, with customers in different ways, it, it doesn't get easier, right? It, it gets a lot harder. You know, when somebody's not sitting in front of you, how do you, how do you confirm that they are who they say they are? And how do you make sure that everybody gets presented the, the things that they're supposed to get presented? And then how do you, how do you prove it if you're ever questioned on it? So, um, you know, th- there's a lot to think about as you look forward um, in, into the future and probably the near future that just builds on that, that mountain that is, is compliance that you're talking about. Um, so anyway, sorry, go, go on. What were, the, uh, what were the other two things that, um, that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, for sure. So really looking at the next one, I mean, those were all great points, but looking at the, great, the next one, I, I think probably the most obvious one that jumps out to people is reduced profitability, right? That's the most thing, you know, at face value that jumps out to a bad F&I process, probably not very profitable. But if you look at the sale of F&I product, you know, menus not being optimized uh, for what products are most likely to sell in a deal, that's something that can highly affect profitability. You look at F&I managers not taking opportunities to upsell products because there's no set expectation of the number of attempts they need to make when they're upselling. Uh, and also things like we kind of touched on earlier in our opening, you know, sales tools may be non-existent. They may not be used properly. They may be outdated, you know, without having some consistent way of keeping those updated, maintained, and ensuring that they're presented, there's really no way for sure they're being utilized properly. In addition to just sale of F&I, right, that's one component. But when we look at forms preparation and execution, uh, this is another thing that, you know, you're looking at missed signatures, incorrect forms, these things that typically, like best case scenario, may lead to a re- customer having to come back in for a re-sign, you know, and that is going to give you, you know, maybe increased CIT times. But worst case scenario, somebody has to come in back, back in for a re-sign or we miss something so catastrophic that we might have to lose that sale entirely and take that vehicle back. In addition to profitability, and, and really I like to think all of these are very intertwined, right? A reduction in profitability can be caused by a reduction in compliance or vice versa. And really all of those things are kind of wrapped in touching reputation, right? Reputation today is paramount, right? When there's no consistent F&I process, there's no set expectation of how the interaction will be handled with the customer. How long is it going to take? Is the customer comfortable? Are we giving them the best opportunity to protect their vehicle? Are they being presented all the things, information that they need to be? Are we working efficiently to be considerate of their time? You know, that's something major that is a major concern. Often a, a point of pain for consumers is how much time we're spending in F&I, certainly. Uh, and any one of these things can lead to an upset customer, 
that is less likely to return for service or for their next vehicle and is more likely to give you a bad review or a bad CAI survey. So really all these things can cause a major dip in profitability as well. Like I said, it's all connected. So reputation, liability, profitability, it's really all connected. And truthfully, we could probably spend hours talking about each and every one of these points. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and with reputation too, I mean, you're talking about uh, the, the thing that stood out to me as you were, you were kind of going through that was um, the amount of time that, that we're spending with them in F&I or throughout the entire sales process. And, you know, when you look at a consumer and their willingness to buy things, if they're irritated, they're going to be less willing to buy, right? So if you can have them in, in, a, in an environment, in a setting where they're comfortable, um, where they feel valued, where they feel educated and, the, and they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs or getting irritated or looking at their watch, um, they're more likely to say yes when you when you present options to them. So, um, anyhow, little little side note, but uh, obviously, Adam, the the F and I process isn't a simple one, right? And there's a lot of moving pieces. It's not easy to put a put a deal together, and not easy to get it done. Um, but where are some of the best places to start if uh, if you're looking to um, kind of uncover some opportunities to to see if there's a way to to do do more in F and I? Yeah, it really varies from dealership to dealership. Uh, the best starting point, I would say, is probably take a step back and do some analysis. Right? Look at your F&I managers who are successful and take a closer look at how they complete F&I. You know, if, they are, if there are any particular steps they complete to help them sell more, train your other F&I man- managers to do those steps each time too. Have them potentially train them as well. So it's really all about collaboration, you know, getting better together. On the flip side of that, we might also need to take a look at something, someone who you know, might be doing a little too successful, right? That's something that's not often talked about. That might be you know, a situation where we have great profitability, but my compliance might be a little lacking. You know, I like to use an example of, you know, at the risk of ostracizing Tom Brady fans, sometimes it's easier to throw a touchdown when you let a little air out of the ball, right? So we want to make sure everyone's being compliant as well. You also want to examine which products you sell and which you don't. Optimize what you're not selling. Maybe find some gaps, uh, things that are going wrong. Is something, you know, my vendor may be a little bit too expensive, things of that nature. That way you can optimize your menus to boost your, boost your profitability. And really having a varied menu for different scenarios is extremely important as well. You don't want to pitch the same products to every single person without taking into account, you know, what they're buying, their lifestyle decisions. So find a way to optimize that menu presentation process. Uh, You also need to ensure you're consistently getting the correct forms completed in the correct manner. So that's another huge aspect we're talking about that affects everything, right? From having to do re-signs to just getting it wrong altogether and chargebacks, things of that nature. It it touches everything, just not getting the forms processed correct. Really another thing, when we talk about analysis too, though, you know, use of technology can also really help dealerships keep a consistent process. You know, if there's area, any area particular, you know, that they feel like they're falling short in, you know, Reynolds has your back. We really do. Reynolds has your back. We can give you the best tools in the industry for you to make the best presentation to the customer and a consistent F&I process, engaging, compliant, and optimized for each customer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, all right, Adam. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time and, and chatting a little bit today. Um, anything else? Anything we haven't touched on that we should? Anything you want to you want to touch base on? Yeah, absolutely. One last thing. I mean, I, I would say really the big key here is 
communication. It all comes down to communication. Don't just talk to your F&I managers when you're evaluating this and trying to set a consistent process. Talk to your salespeople. Talk to your sales manager. Get their thoughts on how the F&I handoff process is, how customers' interactions and reactions are when they're coming into and out of F&I. Talk to your customers and see how the F&I process made them feel. Talk to your office manager and your title clerk. Find out how often they're missing signatures or the wrong forms are being filled out. Find out how often they're having to go in and charge write-offs for tax female miscalculations or really any other incorrect deal values. A more complete understanding of your individual situation will help you take the steps to implement some of these best practices. Good, good stuff. No, definitely appreciate it. All right. Well, Adam, thanks again for uh, for hopping on and, and spending some time with us. Um, and I hope you have a, have a great day today, all right? Absolutely. No problem. Thanks again for having me, Greg. Yep. We'll see you. Before we hop off, don't forget, you can watch or listen to episodes of Connected on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify podcasts. Make sure to subscribe so you're notified every other Wednesday when new episodes are released. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you in two weeks. Mm-hmm.